Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Hurry, big fellow! Surveyors from the west set a state's boundary at a river. Surveyors from the east set the boundary of another state at the bank of what they thought was the same river. But incredibly, neither group was aware of the fact that the river broke into two branches several miles south, that the land between these forks was orphan country belonging to neither state. It was rich, fertile land that spread over several square miles, but was a haven for outlaws who could not be touched by the laws of the states. It was the town of Arden. Arden, Arden. I've had enough. Jackson, what's the idea of busting into my office and slamming the door? Mr. Little, I've had all I can stand. Jim, you mean you don't want to work for me? That's what I mean. Quit banking is all you know. If you don't work at my bank, Mr. You'll... Little, Mary and I have got to leave here. What? Now, Jim, sit down there. Leave Arden? You can't do it. You've got your house and fence all built, your land cultivated, and... and the little one coming soon. That's just it. The baby coming. 
I'm hanged if I let my son be born in a place like Arden. It's got to be nothing but a hangout for thieves of all kinds. Oh, I wouldn't say that. It's true, and you know it, Mr. Little. What's more, I want my youngster born under a government. This town ain't even part of a state. It's orphan country. What's more, it'll stay that way. (laughs) Jim, you're riled about something. Calm down, you'll feel differently. There's a lot of fine, honest people living here. Likewise, a lot of crooks. But the crooks don't count. They'll leave as soon as we join up with one of those states. But we never will. You know that, Mr. Little. There's been a meeting and the majority voted to stay as we are. We're having another meeting tonight, Jim. The vote will be the same. Someone's got too much influence. Someone is hiring enough people to vote as the crooks want, so the rest of us don't have a chance. I'm quitting, Mr. Little. Uh, just a minute. Yes, sir? What happened to make you decide this? Uh, a masked man. What? I said a masked man. I was in the bank a minute ago. He asked all kinds of questions about Arden, and I told him the answers. Then he went away. But didn't he say anything? He didn't need to. When things reach a point that a masked man walks right into a bank without even removing his mask, it's one too many for me. It shows that this is an outlaw town, and I'm leaving. Uh, who was the masked man? Did he put any money into the bank? No, and he didn't leave his name. Oh. He went out the front door and talked to an Indian, and the two of them mounted horses. Well, Jim, you take it easy for a time. Things will oh, I nearly turn out. forgot. He left this. He said to give it to you. That's his. A bullet. Bullet? Didn't he say anything about it? He just said to give it to you. That was after he asked your name. Uh, uh, this is silver. Oh? Silver bullet. Jackson, where'd the man go? I don't know. I've got to see him. I've got to talk to him. Sam Hill got into Mr. Little. Who is it? Hello, Jim. I wasn't sure you were in here. Mary, come on in. Sit down in Mr. Little's chair. He won't mind the two of us sitting in his office. Of course not. It doesn't matter anyway. I told him I was leaving. I, I hope we're doing the right thing, Jim. Where did Mr. Little go? I saw him rush out of the front door of the bank in an awful hurry. Oh, I don't know. Heard about a masked man and rushed out. I saw the masked man riding away, so as I came up, he had an Indian with him. That's the one. Jim, I've been thinking over the things we talked about. You mean leaving here? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe we shouldn't leave. This is our home. But, honey, we want our baby born in one of the United States, not an outlaw country like this. Jim, it's up to us to make Arden the kind of place we want it to be. If, If we run out, we're quitters. Everyone did that. Arden would never have any more law than it has right now. Just a constable. The people here had the chance to make Arden part of the state on our east. And what happened? They held a meeting and the majority voted for Arden to stay independent. But there's to be another meeting tonight. Oh, it'll be the same. Maybe not, Jim. The same people will be at the meeting and they'll vote the same way. I don't understand the voting. If the outlaws could vote, it would make sense. But they can't. The only ones allowed to vote are those who own land. That's it. Everyone seems to want Arden to be part of a state. Everyone but the outlaws who can't vote. If the vote goes away, the crooks want it to. Jim, I've talked to a lot of the people in town. They're all planning to vote to join the state. That's what they say. Yes. That's what they said the last time. When the votes were counted, there were just six votes for affiliation. The rest were for independence. I remember. It'll be the same tonight. Why, Jim? Why did the people change their minds? Uh, it's easy. Someone bribed them. Who? Maybe some of the outlaws that want this as a hideout. Maybe the owner of the gambling place, the dance floor, the cafe. Oh, these crooks have a lot of money, Mary, and they'll spend it to keep Arden as it is. If only we could find out who's doing the bribing. What's the difference? The simplest thing is to move away. Jim, I... 
I don't want to move away. But, Mary... I want to stay here where we've got our home. But I thought we decided I don't that... want to be a quitter. I don't want you to be a quitter. Let's stay and try to make this a good time. Hello, Mr. Little. Good afternoon, Mary. Here's your chair. Oh, that's all right. Did you find the masked man, Mr. Little? No, but I... Well, it doesn't matter. Jackson, I want to talk to you alone. Do you mind, Mary? Oh, of course not. I'll go along home. I'll see you at supper time, Jim. Yes, Mary. Goodbye. Bye. Jackson, did that masked man question you? Well, yes, he did, Mr. Little. Quite a bit. Did he tell you anything particularly interesting? Why, no, I... I guess not, I... But, Mr. Little, I've changed my mind about leaving Arden. Mary thinks we should stay here and try to make it the right kind of place. Uh, Jackson, we've got to have an understanding. What do you mean? For some time, I've had some papers here at my desk. They concern you. Me? Yes. I've said nothing about them, but now, as long as this masked man has been here, you'd better know where you stand. I... uh... Wonder if he said anything about me. Why, uh, no, sir. Then whether he did or not, it'd be a good thing if you know where you stand. Look at these papers. In late afternoon, the Lone Ranger and Tonto met in their camp near the bank of the river. The meeting is to be held this evening, Tonto, so we've little time. How many people did you find in favor of the affiliation with the state? Me talk to ten people. All one part in state. Everyone to whom I spoke felt the same way. Uh, how many? Sixteen men who own land in the town of Arden. Ah, that make twenty-six altogether. And everyone I spoke to said he voted for affiliation at the last meeting. Me find same thing. Yet there were but half a dozen votes for affiliation. Ah. Hello. none of the outlaws who hide out here have influence enough to make the townsmen change their vote and lie about it. Maybe bribe them. No, there's a stronger influence at work. Look at these handbills. Well, me no fella who's face on handbill. The banker, Mr. Little. Ah. If Arden affiliates with a state to the west, he'll be tried on a murder charge. That's right. He's wanted in the state to the east for horse stealing. He's safe as long as he remains here. If Arden never becomes a part of a state. How him influence people at town? I don't know, but we're going to find out. Jim Jackson entered his house with weary steps and a strained expression. For nearly an hour, he sat without speaking to his wife. Finally, Mary said, Aren't you ready for a bite to eat now, honey? No. No, thanks, Mary. I'm not hungry. But, Jim, you've got to have a little something to eat before you go to the town meeting. I I don't want anything. What's the matter, Jim? What did Mr. Little say to you? I... Oh, nothing. I'll be all right, Mary. But you're not all right. I never saw you act so meek. Did Mr. Little fire you? No. He did say something, though, didn't he? Mary, please don't ask questions. Everything will be all right. It'll be all right. I won't press for an explanation, Jim, but... Well, I'd be a lot happier if I could share the trouble, whatever it is, with you. I suppose that's Hank... He said he'd stop by for me on the way to the town meeting. Hi, Jim. Come on in, Hank. 
You're going to the meeting, aren't you? You got a vote to line up with the East State. Yes, sir. I'm going. How are you, Mary? Oh, I'm all right, Hank. I reckon you're downright anxious to know if the young one's to be a boy or a girl, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I sure hope it's a boy. I don't. Jim. Huh? Why, golly, Jim. I... Maybe it's a girl she won't inherit underhanded. Oh, I'll get a necktie. Well, hold on, Jim. What did you mean by that? Oh, nothing. But Jim Hank's your best friend. If there's something he can help out on... Yeah, there's something in the wind, Jim. What is it? Let me go. I'll put a tie on. All right, go ahead. I'll tell you the news while you're doing it. What did you hear about the bank? Bank? What about it? It was robbed. Robbed? The bank where I work? Jim, doggone it. What's the matter with you? You know there ain't but one bank. When did it happen? Well, sometime after Mr. Little left the bank. He left before I did. Well, he went back a little while ago. I guess he figured on looking over the books before he went to the meeting. He found that someone had gotten into the bank. What was stolen? Well, I don't know, Mary. Mr. Little was mighty sore about it, though. He vowed he'd make the thieves pay. I'll see who that is, Jim. For mercy's sake, get your necktie on. Constable Perkins. Howdy, Mary. I've got to step inside. Oh, of course. Do come in. Hello, Perkins. Hello, Jim. I was just telling Jim about the bank robbery. Oh, I see. What do you think about it, Jim? I... Nothing in particular. Why? I thought you could answer a few questions for me. I'm glad to try. It won't be easy to answer. But I've got to have the truth. You'll get the truth from Jim. Jim, you had quite a talk with Mr. Little just before he left the office, didn't you? Mr. Little showed me some affidavits that were sworn to and signed by witnesses. They concerned my life before I got married. Yeah? They named me as an accomplice to Dan Daggert, the outlaw that's wanted in about six states east of here. You, Jim? Jim, no. No, what? Well, that's silly. It's not true. I, I don't know how he got those affidavits. I, I saw them, though. Mr. Little told me he trusted me in spite of them, was willing to let me work for him. He said he, he'd had them for a long time. You never knew he had them? No. But you stole them from the bank before you left, is that it? I didn't steal them. I saw Mr. Little lock those papers in his desk. They were still there when I left the bank. Jim, there was nothing but those papers stolen. Now, who else would bother to steal them? Oh, Jim, is, is that why you came home so upset? Jim, is that what you meant when you said you hoped the baby was a girl so she wouldn't inherit... No, no, no. It's not what I meant. Mary, that's not why I came home upset. Jim, I'll have to take you to jail. Come on. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
now to continue our story. The evidence against Jim Jackson was convincing. Papers that proved that the young bank clerk was once in league with a notorious outlaw disappeared from Mr. Little's bank. The constable regretted the fact that he had to take Jim into custody. I've got to take you to jail, Jim. And I've got to warn all of you that anything you say can be used against Jim. You already made a couple of dangerous remarks, Mary. So did Hank. Constable Perkins, what I said was... You said he was mighty upset when he came home. I can explain that. Mr. Little thought a masked man had told me a lot of things about him. About Mr. Little. And he showed me the affidavits and said he was willing to forget them and take me at face value. Doggone it, Constable Perkins. You'd be upset too Little if you had... Little showed me how I'd be arrested if I hadn't joined up with the state on the east. He said Hank I said have... you made a remark about not wanting a son who might inherit... Yes, that's what I said. Oh, I'm just a weak jellyfish. Hmm? I'm not a crook and I never saw Dan Daggett. But I'd sooner take the easy way than fight to prove I'm innocent. I told Mr. Little that. I was planning to vote tonight. To vote for Arden to stay independent. Jim, you wouldn't do that. I would. I intended to vote to keep this town an outlaw's paradise and... I hated myself for it. No wonder you felt so miserable. You wouldn't have voted that way, Jim. How do you know? You'd have thought it all over. And when the chips were down, you'd have voted for the thing that'd be best for your youngster. You'd have voted for joining up with one of the United States and invited the regular lawman to take all the crooks in tow. Including me. Uh-uh. You'd have fought to show you never had a part in Dan Daggett's murders. Jim, we've got to get to the jail. I want to put you under lock and key and get to that meeting. I... I'm ready. Jim. Jim, honey. Don't worry, Mary. I didn't rob the bank, and they can't prove I did. Come on, Jim. Goodbye, dear. Jim, no matter what happens, we'll both be waiting for you and believing in you. I'll walk along with you, Jim, if Perkins don't mind. Come along. (laughs) You not cry. Me here. An Indian? What? What? Come in back window. Me hear what Jim Jackson say. Well, I remember you. You're the masked man's friend. Get out of here. Get out of no, here. you wait. What me tell you make you happy. What? Jim, not Rob Banks. I know that, but he's... Jim, not friend of Daggett. You needn't tell me those things. If you don't leave this house right away, I'll... How do you know these things? Me, friend mask man. Yes, but how... Mask man, fellow who go to bank. But him fix everything plenty quick. You mean the masked man robbed the bank and Jim was blamed for it? But him not know Jim get blamed. But it'd be all right plenty soon. You go to town meeting. You see. I go to the town meeting? That's right. You see. Everything be all right. Then. But wait. Wait a minute. Me go now. Meet masked man. But tell me, who is the masked man? Him called Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? Get him up, scout. The Lone Ranger. Well, I certainly shall go to the town meeting. Tonto raced toward camp where he joined the Lone Ranger and reported the arrest of Jim Jackson. Himosabe, I didn't think the banker would dare have Jim arrested. Uh, Him arrested, though. Him in jail now. All the better. That will make our work easier. Banker Little has played his hand the wrong way. Here, Silver. And what we do? Otto, the banker will preside at the town meeting. Uh-huh. Ready there, Silver. We're traveling in a minute. Otto, I want you to bring the banker here. Uh, maybe him not want to come, huh? Bring him anyhow, huh? Steady, big fella. 
I'll meet him here soon after the town meeting is over. Come on, Silver. Get up, Scout. Hi there, Sam. Let's sit alongside each other at the meeting. Are you voting to join the street? Yeah, sure thing. Look at all the cooks hanging around to see how the vote comes out. I wait outside the hall, ready to bamboo so we join the state. The townspeople gathered in the meeting hall. The men to vote, the women to watch, while outlaws and vagrants idled in the door to find out if Arden was to become part of the state. If it does, we got a high tail. Yeah, and fast. I bet the voting will be the same as last time. I hope so. A lot of men say they'll vote for affiliation, but the voting's secret. They'll vote our way. Yeah, be sure you vote to join the state. Well, I will. You can bet on that. Yeah, hello, Jake. Look at all the crooks hanging around the door. In the meantime, Jim Jackson was with Constable Perkins in the office that adjoined the small one-room jail. I hate like thunder to lock you up, Jim. I never had to do anything like this before. I ain't a real officer, you know. You're the man the people chose to keep the peace. Yeah, and that's all right when a man gets too much liquor and has to be held to keep him out of trouble, but we never had crime around here before. The crooks know they gotta behave in Arden if they want to stay here. Perkins, just what evidence is against me? Well, only what Mr. Little says. And the only reason he thinks I robbed the bank is because those affidavits were all that were missing. That's right. That's mighty flimsy evidence. Well, after the banker's through with the town meeting, you can talk to him. The thing is, Jim, who else would want to steal those papers? I don't know. Well, they wouldn't be any good to anyone else, would they? No, I don't see how they could be. Hey, Constable, there's trouble. Hey, Hank, what's up? I just come from the meeting. The banker was abducted. Banker? Yeah. Hey, tell me more and hurry. I was sitting next to your wife, Jim. Did she go to the meeting? Yes. I was surprised to see her. But she said an Indian called and told her to be on hand. And she said the Indian told her not to worry. And he said a masked man took those papers. Masked man? The Lone Ranger. Great day. The Lone Ranger? Holy mackerel. Then the meeting was about to start. Banker Little went to the platform and drank a glass of water and was getting himself set when a rope snaked out from the side. It looped the banker. We got a quick look at the Indian pulling the rope. And he took the banker away? The place is in an uproar. Perkins, you better get there and take charge. But if the Lone Ranger... The light! Doc! Hey, what's Someone that? came in and slammed the door. Took the ground. There might be more shooting. No, I've got him! I've got him! Uh, let go, Hank! Let go, you uh, blame fool! It's uh, me you got! Uh, uh, Jim, Jim, strike a match. Get a candle going. Hey, someone just went past me. Uh, there he goes. He's got a horse outside there. Stop in the name of the law! That's a mask man. Oh, good. It's no use going after him. Uh, here's a light. Now, why in thunder did he do that? What do you want here? Here, Jim, light this lamp. Yeah, I am. Perkins, look there on the table. Hey, let me see those papers. The top one looks familiar. Here, Jim, give me those. Perkins, Perkins. This is one of the affidavits Banker Little showed me. But here's another. These are the ones I'm supposed to have stolen from the bank. Yeah, so I see. The fact that another man brought them here proves I didn't steal them, doesn't it? Well, it might. But you could have put them on the table while the lights were out. I didn't search you. Hey, look at this one, Constable Perkins. Here's exactly the same affidavit he showed me. Only it's got Jake Tilson's name on it instead of mine. Hey, let me see that. Jake is supposed to have been an accomplice of Dan Daggett. Constable Perkins, the meeting is in an uproar. Be still a minute, Hank. And here's the same affidavit with Pete Plummer's name. Hey, Daggett couldn't have had all those accomplices. Hey, Perkins, here's a handbill about Dan Daggett's partner who's wanted by the law. Look at it. 
A real accomplice was Banker Little himself. Great day. Uh, now the whole scheme is clear. Banker Little was wanted by the law. He's the accomplice of Dan Daggett. He knew he'd be caught if Arden became part of the state. So he saw to it that the votes were always against joining. Sure. He showed me those affidavits, and I was ready to vote against joining the state so I wouldn't be held as Daggett's pal. And every one of these other men were influenced the same way. Sure they were. Banker Little had all of them scared. They figured as I did. It was safer to keep Arden as it is. Well, that accounts for the way the voting went at the last meeting. Sure it does. Perkins, if you don't get to that meeting, I'm I... going. Hey, there's a lot of men stopping outside. Oh, now what? The meeting never will get ordered. I'm looking for Constable Perkins. Yeah, I'm your man. What do you want? Well, there's my credentials. I'm sheriff of Allegar County. I got a score of deputies outside. What about it? Well, we heard you're having a town meeting to vote on joining the state. If we ever can get the meeting to order Who again... Who told you? That don't matter. We were told about it. If you've joined your vote to join our state, you'll be in my county. That'll mean we'll have a legal right to arrest all of the crooks that are hanging out in Arden. Sheriff, tell me one thing. Did the man that sent you over here wear a mask? Yep. Well, come along. That town meeting will be over in short order. Constable had trouble restoring order in the meeting. Hank and Jim, standing at the rear of the room, watched the law officer waving a sheaf of papers at those in the room. Finally, it became quiet. Now, folks, listen to me. We're going to vote on joining the state. But first of all, I want to tell you just one thing. I got a lot of affidavits in my hand here. Banker Little was a pal of Dan Daggett, the worst of all outlaws. He's wanted by the law, and here's a handbill to prove it. Little knew he was safe here as long as Arden didn't become a part of the state. He had to keep our town independent. He made up an affidavit that looked like proof that Jim Jackson was wanted as Dan Daggett's accomplice. Yes. I was ready to vote against joining the state so I wouldn't be framed for a lot of crimes. That crooked banker made another affidavit with another one of your names on it. And he showed that one to Pete Plummer. He had a lot of you scared. Yeah, he had me bluffed the same way. And me too. He had a lot of you bluffed. Enough so the voting would keep Arden out of the state. But now that's over and done with. Call for a vote. Make it a standing vote. Yeah. All in favor of joining the state, stand up. <laughs> the town of Arden is hereby declared part of the state. Quiet. Quiet, folks. Quiet. I'll tell you what that shot meant. Quiet now. The sheriff of our county... And a posse were waiting outside to arrest a pack of crooks as soon as we became a part of the United States. There'll be no more crooks in Arden. Oh, Jim. Jim, now our little one will be born in one of the United States. Look how happy everyone is. Look at them cheering and shouting. Mary, look at the masked man that just walked up to the constable. He's the one who helped us. He's handed the constable a note. He's leaving again. Hey, hey, listen to me. Baker Little has signed a confession. He's roped and waiting to be taken into custody as Dan Daggett's partner. And the masked man did it. Hooray for the masked man. I say hooray for the Lone Ranger.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.